What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? Yeah, y'all already know. It's your big brother, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over Pointless Excuses. Listen, I want to thank you for checking in. You're now tuned in to DeMont Pope Speaks. Listen, I got a really special guest for you again today. Y'all know how I do, man. I keep the value coming in. I keep the inspiration. We're talking purpose. Now, be advised that the entire purpose, right, of this episode is to inspire, right, entrepreneurs who may want to step out on business ownership entrepreneurship but they just may not feel as though they got the right supporter they may not have the right information so maybe they need to see an example so guess what yeah listen i brought a special guest to you right all the way from cleveland ohio right but we're gonna get into that you know don't just don't just think it's limited to cleveland ohio right quick but we just gonna that's the origination place right so listen without further delay right I want to introduce to some and present to others my very special guest, right? Miss Ebony Dunley of Literacy Innovations. Yeah. What's up, Ebony? What's up? What's up? Not much. Nothing much. Cold weather today here in Cleveland. But other than that, we all good. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, man, I can only imagine. I ain't even really trying to see what it's like up in Cleveland. I know it's cold down here in the A and uh, we ain't seeing snow like that. So I don't even want to know what that's going to be like. But what I do want to know is what this literacy innovations be like. And I want to know what's going on with you. So first of all, first of all, I know you. But our listeners don't know you, right? So I want them to get to know you, right? And as they get to know you, I'm sure they'll get to love you the way I do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so without further delay. Who is, right? We don't right off into it. No warning shot. Just jump right off into it. Who is Ebony Dunley, right? And then tell me what exactly is Literacy Innovations. Ebony is a daughter, sister, cousin, friend, educator, entrepreneur. I'm all of those things, plus maybe a few more at times. Sometimes I'm a mentor, a coach. It depends on the day and the time of the day. What Ebony is, Literacy Innovations is a tutoring company that I started back in 2015 just because I saw a need for it in the community where I where I live and where I work. So the goal is to enhance literacy and math skills within anyone, but I wanted to definitely focus on the urban communities because that's where I live. Wow. Okay. So Ebony wears many hats, many hats, right? But literacy innovations. Now you hit me with something, right? You, 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 you hit two subject matters, right? You hit literacy, right? And then you hit on math, right? Um, now we know literacy deals with the, the reading, right? And, 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 and the, the math, we know we, that deals with the concepts of numbers and all of that. So, so, so you got a two for one is basically what you're telling me. That's what literacy innovations is. Am I clear on this? You are clear because if you can't read, how can you problem solve? Mm. So if you have a problem that you must read in order to solve it for math, if you can't read the problem and understand what you have to do, how could you possibly solve the problem? Mm. You know, literacy is that one subject that impacts all other areas. Mm. So you have to have a strong, you know, literacy knowledge in order to be successful in all subjects. 
Mm. And I'm glad you brought that up, Ebony, for those students, right, who may be watching this or hearing this, um, who think that the teacher is just being a little extra or being a little difficult on them. Like, this is valuable information because, you know, you just dropped the bomb or you just dropped the bar on these people and me included because I never really thought about it that deep right but you are absolutely right right literacy right it's a part of everything that you do especially if you're talking about entrepreneurship or business ownership but even if you're just trying to get to the next grade level to pass that next test like even beyond graduating from school like you got to be able to be uh literate in all forms even the drive you got to be able to read the street signs uh job applications and even to create a business you got to be able to write out the business plan so you're right this thing can get deep so salute to all of the educators right who, who take time out to really sow into and invest into our students and you know me personally right the teachers ain't pay me to say this or whatever but I'm going to just say it anyway. Me personally, I feel like our educators are undervalued, underappreciated and underpaid. That's just me because they really are the key, the glue, right? That, that, that sticks, right? And, and, and lays the foundation, right? Um, in cooperation with the parents, right? Um, for the foundation of education, right? From, from, from an upbringing standpoint. So shout out to all of my educators, right? Principals, teachers, administrative staff team, superintendents. Listen, if you in education, they're my people. If you a student and you gotta go to education, you my people. It's your big brother, DeMont Pope. That's your big sister, Ebony Dunley. Listen, Ebony, this is what I wanna know, right? Since I just did that whole little spiel uh, for teachers and educators. And I mean, I mean every word of it. I mean every word of it because I think back on some of the most significant people in my life and they were actually educators, right? So so, so I got a lot of love for educators and even what I do now, I'm all about inspiring, motivating, educating and empowering, right? So I can't have one without the other myself, right? So Ebony, we know who you are now. We know what literacy innovations is and what it's all about, right? Teaching math and, and, and English literacy, right? Now, tell us this. Did you always want to work with students or is that something that just came about one day? You was like, you know what? I want to work with students or has that always been a passion or a desire for you? Well, as a younger, younger kid, I wanted to be an attorney, probably mm. because I like a good argument. You know, now and then, you know, okay. I like to get my point of view across. Yeah, you know? yeah okay, I, okay. I, I, like, I like even when it's a stalemate, okay, we can agree to disagree. Okay, but I then, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then I did, once I got around my teenage years, I really decided I wanted to be a teacher. And it came by way of working with students. It didn't come like, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do because there are no teachers in my family or there weren't any at the time when I decided to be a teacher. Okay. But through working with kids, I used to work with kids with multiple disabilities. At school, I was a peer tutor. Okay. So I would be able to get time off of my studies in order to go to their classrooms. And I would help them do different stuff. And I got to go on field trips with them. And it was rewarding. I'm like, hey, I can get volunteer hours and <laughs> I get out of class. <laughs> Come on. So, so I was able to do that. And then my first job at 16 was working at a summer camp for kids with multiple disabilities. And then from there, I just fell in love with the idea of teaching. Wow. And I was fortunate because at my high school, we had the thematic program, which was the teaching professions program. So it walked you through everything you had to do, you know, as a teacher. So for four years, you stayed on this track and you did everything you would do, like if you were a right. college student in education. So we went into the schools, we did little activities with them. I thought it was pretty cool. So I was sold on the idea. 
Wow, 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 wow. You were sold on the idea uh, to help people. Like I'm I'm listening to you and, and we talking about first you went from wanting to be an attorney, right? Because you always down for the argument, right? You ain't never shied away from a debate, right? Um, right. But you went from debating to discovering, right? Not only a gift and a talent, right? But, but, but you ended up discovering a passion for educating, right? So you went from debating to educating, right? Um, and, and you found fulfillment in that. Am I correct? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying, because it was so rewarding, mm. you know, because I'm looking at life through a lens, through my lens. You know, That's I have a brother. We never really struggled, you know, as far as education is concerned. So at home, we're doing different things. And I'm just taking for granted that other people are doing that, that other people have learned these skills at home mm. and then kind of like enhance them at school. So mm. when I'm encountering people who really cannot count, who really cannot read, I'm like, what? This yeah. is a thing? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know because yeah, right. if i'm in the hood because i'm growing up in the hood like i'm not from a suburb so i'm growing right. up in the hood and i'm like oh they don't have what i have like mm. they don't get what i got at yeah, yeah. kind of make you want to be like oh okay you want to fill the gap Talk because even that. you know you just want to fill the gap and so it, it just it took off from there love it love it love it. you just wanted to fill a gap you know what i'm talking right. about you want to fill a gap like could you imagine like something you're taking for granted every day? Uh -huh. You like, I pick this up. I can read this. I'm good. I understand it. I'm on yeah. to the next. Mm. You probably couldn't imagine wow. you spending two hours on some homework because you're struggling and, and everybody else finishing about 15, 20 minutes because they got, they have it down and you don't. So yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, so I've there. always been, I always been that person to kind of explain like, wait, let me show you what, well, oh, you don't know this. Well, let me show you this. I've been that person because most of the time I did get it. Mm. So I think when you get it, you take it for granted. But I was like, we got to do something. But what really changed, what really opened my eyes is as a teacher, when I started teaching the lower grades. Wow. And I was like, wait a minute, these kids don't know their alphabet already? because I wasn't allowed to leave the house as a kid. You know, I knew my alphabet, my address, my phone number, my mother's phone number, yeah, and all yeah. of this before I was even able to go somewhere like in kindergarten. Right, right. You had to be like, what's your mother's name? Cora, what's your daddy's name? Larry, yeah. what's your address? 10924, like we had right, to run that right. back. If we couldn't do that, right. we couldn't do it. But like now I'm in class, I'm seeing kids, they don't even know their name. What's your name, man, man? What's mm. your other name? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we basically gotten away from the fundamentals, right? Like, and like I said earlier, you know what I mean? It's a it's a collaborative effort with parents and teachers, you know what I mean? And education definitely starts early in the home. So as an educator, right? Even even aside from the business owner, Ebony, right? The educator, the teacher, Ebony, is noticing uh these problems, these are issues, right? And 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 even as an educator, before you were an educator as a as a kid right you started noticing and identifying there was a problem right and and in pursuit of your purpose because we talking purpose over here mm -hmm. in pursuit of that purpose literacy innovation was born out of a purpose to basically solve a problem because you noticed the people around you were struggling with their mathematic skills and their basic literacy skills and you knew that guess what literacy and mathematics were connected in all aspects of life so you right your heart right was moved 
with passion. So you had passion, you had purpose, right? And then you turned that into fulfillment called literacy innovations. I just wanted to highlight that because people don't know. And you talked about it from a perspective of living in the hood, but you still had needs met, right? And see, I'm familiar definitely with the hood, but we struggle and we lack, right? And a few of my other guests that's come on, we've talked about struggling and lack, but see, you didn't even realize, right? That there were people in the same environment that you were living in that lacked certain things that you had just because y'all were in the same environment. And that's a lot of students today. We don't know what the next person's situation is. We assume, so some of us are hurting people because we're uh, basically we're ignorant or we're unknowledgeable about that person's struggle or that person's situation. And because of that ignorance, we seem to be a little uh, insensitive, so to speak. And we 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 got kids and students right now that's being hurt uh, because people just don't understand them. So I'm glad for you highlighting that for us, Ebony. I got another question, right? Because I know somebody want to know. But before we go further, let me let you know if you're getting value, right, from this interview, um, if you're getting value from anything I'm saying or particularly anything that Ebony is saying here, listen, hit the subscribe button, right? Hit the notification bell, right? So you know every time we post a new content, right? Also, if you're listening to this on social media or wherever you're listening to it, like it, share it, subscribe to it, and let everybody you know who you think can get value because it's about uh, paying it for Forward. So if you're getting the value, pay it forward and let somebody else get access to this information. Hey, PS, service announcement, right? We ain't even charging you for this information. It's free, right? So you can get it and you can get it in abundance, right? All right. Now, moving right along, Ms. Dunley, because I know you got a busy schedule and I don't want you getting mad at me, all right, for wasting your valuable time because we know that time is currency, right? In case you didn't know, time is currency and you can't get that back, y'all. All right. So manage your time wisely. All right. So, uh, Ebony. Right now, right at this particular moment, what is the biggest challenge, right, that you may be facing? And tell us how you're handling it. Like, how are you tackling it? How are you dealing with it? My, my biggest challenge is always somebody trying to put me in a box. Mm. And, and it's been that way. You know, everybody be like, be more of this, be less of that. Okay. You know, but I can only be me. So I have to be myself authentically. But people want you to be a certain way. I developed my company based on some things that I saw in other companies that I didn't necessarily want to replicate. You know, mm. as a as an educator, I've been given opportunities. I've worked for some of these companies that have kind of big names. Right. And, you know, they charge the parents a lot of money. Mm. And then some of the parents didn't even get, you know, what they thought they were going to receive because sometimes our deficits are a little more than what people think they are. Wow. You know, we, we can we can kind of walk it sometimes or we can fake it. You know, yeah. but we don't really have it. And so, you know, if you just have something that's basically like, look, this is what we have for you. But what happens when your skills and what you need, you know, it requires a little bit more. So mm -hmm. I have people like, you going to do that? Why are you doing that? I know what I'm doing. Don't put me in a box. I got this <laughs> because my stuff is individualized. When I meet somebody, I assess them to see what they need. But it's not always a paper pencil test. You know, we're sometimes in this mindset. Here go to, you know, here are the questions, write the answers. Are you choosing A, B, C, and D? And that's yeah. not always the case. Gotcha. And so what I do is very intentional, but it's different from what other people do. And then some people don't believe in it. You know, mm -hmm. even some, some parents are like, you know, but the last people, but you came to me for a reason. So, you know, like, let's get out of trying to compare me to the last people, because yeah. if the last people worked, you wouldn't be here. Oh, talk about You know it. what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like you're here with me. So obviously there was something that you saw about literacy innovation where you were like, I want to kind of get into that. 
what happened wasn't working because if what you had was all great, then you wouldn't find something new and something different. Mm -hmm. So people trying to put me in a box is the main thing. You know, your family does it. Mm -hmm. Other professionals do it. You know, everybody has something that they think you should do. Yeah. That might have worked for them, but you have to find your That's own it. niche. You know, we, we can't be confined to what somebody want us to do. That's key because they can be like, look, I love what you're doing. I think what you're doing is great. But listen, you know, everybody else is doing it like this. So, look, this is the way you got to do it. So I definitely get it. And, and what I'm also getting from that is, is you you have to embrace, right, your own individuality. You have to embrace your own uniqueness, right? If you got to solve a problem, right, solve the problem the way you're able to solve the problem or provide a service that in a way that you are able to provide it in a unique way. So I'm I'm glad that you highlighted that because it's about being an individual. We don't need a carbon copy of businesses that already exist or entrepreneurs that already exist. We already got a lot of those and what they call them cookie cutter or something like that. Like you just bulk, you just, just cranking them out in bulk and it's, you're not really taking time on it. All right. So I thank you for highlighting that again for the people. Um, you talked about being put in a box. You talked about being basically confined or, or, or restricted or being put in a bubble. Um, and I like that part because so many people think that they have to follow other people's uh, proven um, method of success. And I highlighted the word proven method because, yes, the method has been proven, right? That business module has been proven to be successful. But is something about the individuality and sometimes by you trying to do the business the same way they did it because of your uniqueness, it won't quite work out the same way because your, your, your uniqueness or your personal brand doesn't fit with that particular module. So you have to know thyself, so to speak. You got to know who you are. And it very much seems as if you know exactly who you are, Ebony Dunley. And I needed to see that uh, the people need to see that so that it can be inspiring to other uh, queens, right? Other African-American women, right? Other uh, female business owners, right? Because they, they, you, you guys are up against already uh, several obstacles, right? And I like how you've taken the, the, the initiative to not only face your obstacles, but you um, are a champion, in my opinion, because you decided to solve um, other people's problems and take on their obstacles as well. So listen, moving on, tell us about three of the most influential people in your life, right? And how they have impacted you. Okay. So I'm going to go with my mother, of course, Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's always going to be number one. Right. I'll go with my uncle, okay. my uncle Charles specifically, and then my brother Okay. for three different reasons. My mother, because she always said being mediocre was not an option. Mm. You know, you're always going to aspire to be more. My mother's thing was like, I'm working this hard uh, for you to be average. That's uh, never going to happen. Come on, you know, I'm working hard out here. You know, I'm doing some things so you won't have to work this hard when you get to this point. Mm -hmm. So mediocrity for her was never allowed. And what I mean, like, don't bring a C in my house. Mm. You know, like school is your job. Yeah. So, you know, I expect the honor roll and I expect citizenship because even if you don't know the content, you can go and shut your mouth. Wow. That was her thing. My <laughs> uncle, because he was from the vein, like you can do anything. If this is what you want to do, that's what you're going to do. You feel like you can create a new universe. If anybody can do it, you can. And so mm. when you had that kind of support, 
you know, that's good. And then my brother, because he is older, but my brother's always been a risk taker. He a little different than me. Like I play, I color within the lines. He, he create a new line. <laughs> you know, he doing it. He doing his own thing. Uh, but at the same time, he was very smart. You know, he was very smart. So we would have like a lot of debates about everything. We would read the encyclopedia. We find out something because we did have encyclopedias at home. Yeah. Just want to say that books, encyclopedias, that mm. was, that's what we would do. So we he'll be like, I bet you can't find out something about the platypus. I'm like, I bet you won't find out more than me. We wow. would take that thing to the library. Sometimes we just, you know, it, it was competitive nature. But he inspired me because by him being so much, old, well, five year age difference, that enabled me to be like, oh, okay, my brother taught me this. So now, you know, I'm in third grade. He, you know, in middle school, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, mm. this is something else that I know. And so over the years, it just becomes an inspiration because sometimes when you need somebody to help you do something or see something differently, you know, my brother was never in the box. So he was right. never trying to keep me confined. He like, man, no. Nah sis what you need to do and I'm like I agree you know mm -hmm. so those three those three people my mother my uncle Charles and my brother all right and and you see you know what I like about it I'm always trying to dig off in here and highlight some things for the people because we want you to get value right your mother laid that foundation right she set the standards she like listen I'm out here working hard you're gonna be working hard too school is your job I need you to take it serious it really laid the foundation of expectation. Like, like, see, average is not acceptable. We need you to be up here, right? And then we talked about the affirmation, the reinforcement uh, from your Uncle Charles, right? Confirming you, uh, confirming who you are, affirming who you are and what you're capable of. And then we talked about your brother, who was that risk taker, right? Who was never inside of a box, right? Who was very, very much responsible for you having that mindset of that last challenge of why you don't like people to try to put you in the box because you've been molded to exceed or excel past other people's standard of mediocrity. So we want you to know, listen, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. You know what I'm saying? I read that somewhere in my favorite book. You know what I'm saying? If it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. So thank you, Ebony Dunley, for highlighting those three uh, magnificent people in your life. You know what I mean? And because of their influence in your life, you are able to add value to others in the way that you are. Um, so this is what I want to know since we on that uh, foundation with, with the support system and the influential people in your life. Now, all that being said, right, what is an insult that you have received that you actually proud of, right? Well, it's always been for me, like you're already doing this. Why do you want to do that? Like you're already a teacher. Why, why do you want to start a tutoring company? You mm -hmm. already teach GED. Why would you want to, why would you want to stop making $28 an hour to teach GED to go do something else? And I'm like, because I'm making $28 teaching GED is how I know that if I can mm -hmm. come in here and if I can teach these adults who are setting their ways, these adults who Man. are older than me, if I can take them to a higher level, imagine what I can do with children who are still impressionable and are mm -hmm. not so set in their ways. So it's like, why would you want to do this when you have that? Why would you give up guaranteed money? But I'm like, because I guarantee I can make more. If I make $28 doing this, I guarantee I can make $28 doing my own thing. Yeah, if I work yeah, yeah. 10 hours for them a week, I guarantee I can make as much money or more 
doing what I love, something of my own creation for 10 hours a week. And now, you know, you have people on the bandwagon now. I'm the seventh, you know, this is my seventh year. I'm seven year in. So Come people like, when years. you first did this, I didn't really, I didn't really see what you were doing, but you made it work. I don't understand because it's not your vision. You don't have That's to it. understand. Same. I didn't come to you to ask you to understand. I did what I wanted to do. I jumped out the tree because I didn't even overthink it because that's just the nature of who I am. A little spontaneity never hurt me. So (laughs) I went on ahead and did my thing. And so now seven years later, people are like, wow, wow. But the only thing is, but what I find insulting is, you know, you see me on TV. So that's why I'm good. Mm. You know, a restaurant got behind me and donated food. That's why I'm good. You know, that's why I'm successful. And it's like, no. I'm great before all of that. If you never see me or you never hear me, I'm great because I'm doing what I'm doing behind the scenes. Mm. I don't have to be in the forefront. Reading is a skill that is necessary. You need this. Anything important come to you in writing. So if you cannot read, therefore you don't understand whatever is about to take place in your life. You just don't know. So I'm like, you know, it's, it's cool when I'm on I'm on TV, but that's, I do that, you know, to kind of bring awareness to like, check out some good things that I have because everything I do, you know, doesn't have to be paid for. My yeah. one-on-one tutoring is the only thing I charge for. My family events that I did every year, you know, every month of the year before the pandemic, yeah. that was free. Families come out, fellowship, come eat, come get yeah. some free tips, come, yeah, you need exactly. some side words, come get some, you need books, come get some, you need flashcards, come get some, that stuff, I bought that stuff. Right. I believe in me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice when other people believe in you, but oh, I no. believe in me. I know my worth because like you said, I've been raised up that way. That's right. You know, I gave you three influential people, but I have a whole family behind me, two sides, my mother's side and my father's side. I have people behind me. So that's just, you know, generations of people who believe in you. One of my cousins, he thinks I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread because I taught him to read when he was failing. So he was failing. He was a first grader. They were talking about retaining him. I've been working with him. He's now in high school. He's never struggled since. So, you know, he's so, like, oh, if you need, if you need some help, Eb can do it. You know, Eb can do it. She can help you. Evidence. You know, she helped me. You know, some of these students have been the, the greatest commercial. You know, some of this stuff, I didn't even have to market myself. Because when I would have the game nights, they're like, oh, she's fun and she's this and she's that. You know, kids in my family, kids from the school, kids from the community that just have seen me out. They know me when they see me, they're like, oh, that's the fun lady. That's the game lady. <laughs> you know, they don't even realize they're learning. But when I charge them with a book, like, hey, read this book. Tell me about it next time. They would do that. So I had parents like, oh, yeah, she's responsible for him learning to read. Mm. So, so, you, you know, meet the students where they are and, and, you and, and you highlight the fun. Right. You make it interesting for them not forcing them to, to, to learn how you want them to learn, right? You find the way that they're able to learn and you educate them in that way. Wow. You wow. know what most of the time it is? A game. Mm-hmm. A game. Mm-hmm. I started, I would challenge kids. So I had these games. They're educational games, about the wow. second grade level. So they go from like second grade to like 3.5, which is mid-year third grade. And so I would take a kid who I knew was about a second grade reader. And, you know, I talk junk, you know, we going to do that. I'm like, man, you don't know nothing about drawing conclusions. 
Yeah. Watch me, watch me get you what color pawn you want because yeah. you about to get a whooping. You know, yeah. I'm just talking junk because I know they're going to rock because your competitive nature, you, you mm. like, going to be like, oh, no. And I just started doing it like that. Next wow. thing you know, you know, kids struggling to read because it's like they go around the board. They only have to read something if they land on a certain space. And then I would help them. But eventually it got to the point where I didn't have to help them because wow. guess what? They're sounding it out. They're taking the different strategies that I've given them in way of what they thought was fun mm -hmm. and they're they've learned and that's all i want you know we sometimes we're in this mindset especially people who think they're old school it's all about paper and pencil if you read this <laughs> you can't answer these questions this but that's not it and then to me that's what takes the fun out yeah. of it yeah. you know yeah. that's why our kids are under pressure you know in ohio we have third graders they have to take a test to pass well they got rid of it this year finally i don't know if it'll say but you know, you have kids, they're eight years old, they're stressed out because if they don't pass the certain reading test, then they fail the whole third grade, wow. you know, and that's a reality. And they're, they have it in other states as well. But I know that's the, it's called the third grade reading guarantee. That's what took me from teaching the middle grades all the way down to teaching K through three, which I had no experience in. I had 14 years in the middle grades. Ohio passed the third grade reading guarantee. They say, oh, Ms. Donnelly, you have this K through 12 reading this is what you're doing. So I have to jump in. I don't have experience working with younger kids because it's not really my thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had to find something that worked. And so just like in my tutoring company, you find something that worked. You meet a kid where they are and you want to take them beyond that, what they even thought they could do because a lot of our kids struggle with motivation. You know, we think it's just the um, the skills themselves, but some of these kids have been so beaten down, yeah. you know, and it's sad because sometimes they're only seven or eight. I can't do it. I don't know. You know, not even willing to try. And that's something that I never understood growing up because I never felt that way. Like mm -hmm. that, that's not my story again. And so, you know, I just want to empower these students, you know, and their parents, because sometimes I would have to explain a little something to the parent, like, listen, the way you're doing it is the reason why you're not seeing results. Like you can't do that. Like you're making them nervous or you're making her nervous. That's why she's crying. That's why she's afraid to take a risk. So mm -hmm. yeah, you know, people going to insult you all the time, but nobody knows your vision more than you. That's it. Wow. Listen, you have given incredible value. Listen, I still got at least one more question for you, but listen, man, and that's the evidence, right? For, for, for the students, um, for the parents who are watching, um, if you've ever doubted or if you've ever questioned, like, does these teachers even care anymore? Like, is it even teachers out here who who are passionate about the students? Like all these teachers just want a paycheck. And listen, let me tell you something. The paycheck ain't that great. Um, in case you were wondering, does, does these now there are some um, who just do, you know, what they do for the money. But for the most part, there are teachers who are still passionate about the students, right? The students are the reason. And, and, and Ms. Dunley here is um, a clear example of that, as she is a um, educator in the school system, as well as an educator in the business and entrepreneurial world. So shout out to all educators who are passionate, who take it serious. Um, listen, subscribe like share like whatever you know what i'm saying like i'm I, it's, everybody needs to know that it's teachers and it's educators out here that there's business owners out here who are passionate about our youth our young people right because they are the future leaders of our generation or or the next generation so to speak so they we may have now 
but they got next, right? So, so, so kudos to all who pour into these young people. Uh, very, very, very special place. Uh, very, very uh, delicate spot for me because I'm truly passionate about these young people, as you can see. Um, now, Ms. Dunley, before we get ready to get out of here, please let the people know where uh, they can find you, contact you, uh, website, social media handles, uh, what do you have coming up with literacy innovations? Um, answer all of that right quick right now. You got the floor. It's all you. What's up? <laughs> okay, so they can catch me on Facebook, Literacy Innovations, LLC, Instagram at Literacy Innovations. My website is literacyinnovations.net and my YouTube channel is Literacy Innovations, The Movement. So any of those ways you can find me if you want to follow, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm out here. I'm not hard to find at all. I'm pushing this literacy wherever I am. I'm pushing literacy. Uh, she say she out here. She ain't hard to find, man. Listen, listen, listen. I like what you said. The movement. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's not a moment. It's a movement. It's going to last. It's a legacy. And in order to create a legacy, you got to do something legendary. You got to take a risk. Listen, you got to face that fear. You understand what I'm saying? I am a victim of fear. Like fear held me back so long. Fear held me down so long. Like imagine where I would have been or where I would be had I conquered or, or even just faced that fear such a long time ago. So we're grateful to have this opportunity. Uh, Ebony Dunley, we thank you uh, for taking time to come kick it with your brother. You know what I'm saying? It's everybody's big brother, DeMont Pope over here. That's your big sis, Ebony Dunley. Listen, we ain't finished yet. We ain't finished yet. Check it out, Ebony. To that person, to that young man, to that young, young lady, right, who wants to start out, right, in business, in your particular industry, right, in, in, in the education field, who want to start a tutoring company, right, who want to uh, help those who, 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 who are struggling in learning, literacy, mathematics, science, you know, whatever the case may be, right, what would you say to that person? I would say find what you're good at. You know, a lot of times we're good at a lot of things, but find that thing that you're good at and you really like. So find your favorite couple things mm. and, and just do it. You know, like I have experience with K through 12 and then adults. However, for my company, I tutor K through six. When I market, I market K through six, okay. reading and math, the kindergarten through six. Now, if somebody calls me, they might need a little high school reading. If, if it's in my schedule, I can do it. But I can say, you know, really all my, everything, all my advertisements say I specialize K through six, you know, because you don't want to overextend yourself. Sometimes we want to do it all. We want to get all the money. We want to, you know, get it. But sometimes you just find your space because when you find your space, it'll work for you. Come on. The revenue will come. It'll generate. You already are in your purpose, uh. you know. So you're already in purpose. your purpose, right? So then you find it because you don't want it to seem so much like work. Come on. Come I always on. think about entrepreneurship. You're going to have to work hard at it. But if you love it, it's not like work, uh, you know, because because you're so in tune with you, your purpose and fulfilling that purpose that you're like, OK, you know, I'm up a little later working, but you'll love it. But don't don't let other people try to tell you what your purpose is. Yeah. You know what your God-given gifts and talents are. You know what your purpose is. You go from there. 
you know, you go from there and then don't be so quick to want to share your stuff with other people because sometimes those dream killers will get you every time because yeah. those naysayers will have you doubt doubting yourself and you already know what you want to do. Absolutely. You have a clear vision of where you're going. And so just do what you know is right for you. You know, so once once you start off doing that, then you might want to branch out, tell a few people, put the fillers out there, and then don't tell them everything. Mm -hmm. Don't tell them everything. Get them a little bit, wet their appetite a little bit, but then keep the rest of it to yourself. <laughs> you, you know, go yeah. ahead and leave leave by example. Show them what you're doing. Don't tell them anything. Mm, Show them what you're doing. Dropping you balls. know, so by the time they by the time they have their opinion, you already have a tried and true. Well, you know, I've been doing this and this has been working thus far, mm. you know, because sometimes you don't have to shut somebody down. Like by telling them, you know, you don't want to hear it. You can just already prove that you're successful, you know, but the first thing is you got to get out there and do it. You cannot be afraid to do it. You have to try. That's right. You know, you, you have to try. So you have try. to get out there. You know, it's all about taking a risk, but you're betting on you. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to bet on you, who else is going to bet on you? Because mm -hmm. if you can't talk yourself up, if you can't talk yourself up and have people believing in you. Come on. Come on. But I mean, right. Yeah. Right. So then if you don't believe in you, who's going to believe in you? Because you can't be a fraud. Mm. You know, that's why you have to be authentic. That's how come you have to really believe in what you're doing and, and really walk within your purpose. Because otherwise, people going to be like, oh, no, nah, Ebony, she's not real literacy innovations. I mean, I, I haven't seen what she's doing. I know she's a teacher, you know, but that's it. But when people look for Ebony Donnelly, they're going to see family game nights for yeah. free. They're yeah. going to see where I gave out printers and um printers and ink and school supplies they're gonna see that they're gonna see where i gave out gift cards they're gonna you know they're gonna find some stuff out even though i try to keep stuff under wraps <laughs> you know I, i'm yeah. not even out here like hey i did this check this out you know because for me it's not about publicity so i do stuff i'm not trying to get a photo app i'm like hey you're good you need this i have a box of stuff you know and stuff like that so do it anyway yeah yeah. do it anyway go ahead and try and be true to yourself if you do that it'll all line up you know your purpose gonna always make room for you your gifts gonna always make room for you it's just gonna happen yeah. you it's gonna happen and it's gonna be so seamlessly and effortlessly it's gonna be happening without you even thinking about it yeah. it's just gonna it's just gonna come into fruition you're gonna be like i remember i was just thinking about this I love it. I love it. And you're hearing this, ladies and gentlemen, young kings, young queens, you're hearing this from somebody who didn't just read it, but somebody who applied it, somebody who learned it, right? Somebody who's doing it, right? Um, so these aren't just opinions, they're facts, and they're practical and logical things that you can do right now. Like you have to believe in yourself, right? You have to first identify that purpose that, that you have, what you were created to do, because a lot of people will tell you uh, their version of your purpose, but you have to listen to that voice inside of you, right? That speaks so soft, so soft sometimes yet it'd be the loudest voice because we ignore it with other voices because it ain't saying what we want it to be saying or something like that but listen 
Thank you so much, Ebony Dunley, for kicking it. Thank you for educating us on, on uh, literacy innovations and the things that you got going on. Uh, we really, truly appreciate you taking time out. And listen, we thank you for what you do. Uh, we thank you for caring about our young, um, our youth. I got five children, so Lord knows I thank you uh, for caring about these young people, right? Um, appreciate it. Anything I can do to add value to you, I'm all for it. But listen, you forgot to mention something that, you know, I did my due diligence, did my homework on. Um, I found out that you didn't author one, uh, but you authored two books. So I'm going to have to have you come back on the author section. And we're going to talk about that. And um, I may even have you come back in, as a matter of fact, for the teacher segment, uh, because you talk so much um, about from being um, the standpoint of an educator and you added so much value, like you gave us so much more than the questions that I was asking. Uh, so I'm very grateful for you. But I know you got a busy schedule. I know you got to go. So again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to everyone. Every last one of you who listened to this episode, thank you even more for those of you who are subscribers, those who are subscribing right now, and those who hit that notification bell, man, that like, that share, all of that, man. Thank you so much. Hey, until then, it's your big bruh, DeMont Pope. That's your big sister, Ebony Dunley. This is DeMont Pope Speaks Purpose. Hey, I'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.